Welcome to chapter 21 of our podcast. As you may know, I'm flying solo this week. Julie is back in Canada. So get set for a whole lot of nothing on Jeff and Julie move to France during a global pandemic. Okay, yes, Julie is away, back in Canada, dealing with some crap there. Can't wait for uh, for this week's Facebook comments. Oh, we really miss Julie. Not the same without Julie. Julie, Julie. <laughs> Julie, 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 Julie. No, it isn't the same without uh, Julie, but I will try and muddle my way through this uh, podcast and... <laughs> Way to sell the sizzle, Jeff. Um, no, no, but we'll we'll cover some some cool stuff here. It just won't have uh, the acerbic wit of my dear wife. Um, so, speaking of Facebook comments, I got to tell you, a ton of reaction. Well, by our standards, anyway, a ton of reaction to uh, the podcast from two weeks ago, which uh, was part one of our trip to Paris. And, you know, I can understand everybody's interested in Paris and everybody's interested in, you know, how you get there on the fast train. So uh, we, we're really glad that uh, that you enjoyed it. Uh, Stephanie from that was chapter 19 about Paris. I've been listening along and love each episode. Can't wait to hear about the high speed train. Also love the accompanying photos. We get a lot of um, get a lot of reaction to the. To the photos on the Facebook page, and that's great because uh, we certainly enjoy putting it all together. Uh, Marilyn from Chapter 19 as well. We just found out about your podcast via Humble and Fred because I'm on Humble and Fred's show every third Tuesday of each month, and we seem to uh, talk a little bit about the podcast while I'm guesting on their show. And, of course, Humble and Fred are our producers. They host the podcast for us, and uh, we, we uh, owe them a debt of gratitude for that. Uh, Marilyn continues, uh, We started listening in the car on the way up to the cottage on the long weekend. We are hooked. Two hours later, we arrived in Perry Sound and loved hearing of your paradise. We are now officially fans. Thanks very much for that one, Marilyn. Uh, Becky, old buddy of mine from Kitchener Waterloo, also talking about the Paris podcast. Funny that a few people have commented that they listen while doing yard work. I listen Saturday mornings while I'm cleaning out the horse stalls. Uh, Becky, are you saying that our 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 podcast sounds like shit? <laughs> Love hearing your voices and seeing the photos. Thank you very much, Becky. And my Euchre partner, John, uh, he's actually a little behind. He's commenting on, ch- on chapter 14, which was all about my speeding tickets. You remember that, all the speeding tickets that uh, I, I seemed to amass over the first uh, year or so that, that I was here. Well, here's what my partner said. Just listen to this podcast. Clearly not Jeff's fault that he got so many tickets. Clearly they are targeting the English speaker. Hashtag justice for Jeff. (laughs) Oh, which by the way, hang on, hang on a second. Ha, I knew it. Justice for Jeff is trending. It is trending. Thank you very much, John. And again, if you're interested in commenting on our Facebook page or even seeing it for the first time, feel free to check it out. Facebook.com slash Jeff and Julie move to France. All right. 
Moving right along here, I uh, did want to tell you about Julie's trip to Canada because my poor bride just has no luck with travel. I'm telling you. Well, I don't know if you remember us talking about when she went to Canada the first time last year. And uh, everything seemed to be going well on the way there. But on the way back, she missed the connection, had to sit in the, I believe it was the Frankfurt airport for nine hours before the next flight from Frankfurt to Toulouse. And then when she got to Toulouse, they lost her luggage. And we didn't get that luggage for, I want to say, four days. It was unbelievable. Well, this time, she, uh, we wake up at like, I don't know, five in the morning because we had to leave the house for the flight. We had to leave the house at seven. So I get up a little later because I don't have as much to do. I get up. I look at her, and she's just got this melancholy look on her face. And I go, oh, no, no, no. Well, now what? She said, they just canceled my flight. Three hours before we were scheduled to leave the house, and really maybe only five hours before the flight, they canceled the flight. Now, they did have another one, but instead of going to lose Munich, she's now going to lose London. Yeah, just just next door. So she gets to London and now she's waiting a longer period of time uh, on the connection and the connection leaves an hour late. So add basically three hours onto the original trip. And, you know, when you also add on to the, the time that uh, was spent getting up so early in the morning, it made for a really long day. Fortunately, uh, picking up the car rental in Toronto was a breeze and everything went well from there. Uh, but boy, I've got my fingers crossed for her return because she is just not, is just not doing well with uh, travel luck here uh, lately. Um, so we will return next week with a full show, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that later on. Uh, but it's a very different show that we're going to be doing for you next week. Very exciting for us, and I think you'll find it uh, really amusing. One of the things I've been doing lately is a lot more walking because I did want to drop a few pounds, wanted to shed a few, was getting a little porky. And uh, so I, uh, I was talking to Humble and Fred about Noom because they're one of the sponsors on their show. And so I just started applying some of the strategies and some of the theory because I'm not I'm not one like Noom asks you to do all kinds of, uh, you know, writing and, and things. And I, I just find that sort of, you know, if you're writing down all of your calories and writing down everything you eat, it's just, it just sort of takes the romance out of eating. It's it's be like, I don't know, it'd be like writing down everything during sex. It, it's, it's I don't know. It just it's not for me. <laughs> You know, just just hang on. I'll, I'll be right. I'll be right with you. I just have to jot that last move down. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I started applying some of the the logic, which you know, just watch what you're throwing down the pie hole. Really, uh, you know, you have a rough idea of how many calories uh, there there are with the food you're eating for the the course of a day. And if I can keep it to sort of 1,600 to 1,900 and then add a little exercise, um, the walks I'm doing right now are about 60 to 70 minutes. So there's three to 400 calories that you can kind of add on. 
to the 161700. So, uh, as a result, just by doing that, and and here's the other interesting thing: I haven't removed a single item from my diet. Just you know, balance it out a little bit more, but still having the occasional beer and glass of wine, and uh, still enjoying some bread here every once in a while. So, you know, some of these some of these diets, I just I just can't get into. Like, oh, don't eat anything white. What a ridiculous concept that is how how realistic is a diet like that don't eat anything white like don't eat rice don't eat sugar don't eat bread i i guess if you want to you know shed a bunch of weight but it's not realistic moving forward whereas just kind of cutting back watching what you eat uh everything in moderation as my dad used to say and boom add a little exercise into that and you know i'm down like eight pounds here over the last month which is cool and it feels great and i just have a few more to go and uh, and I'm and I'm very happy about it. But one of the things that it's it's uh, it's added to our lives uh, it, it's the it's the walk. The walk we've really discovered our area here because of these walks. And you know, a seventy minute walk you can you can you know you can get quite a distance going uh, with a seventy minute walk. And we we kind of have two really good choices for a walk. And I'm going to w- include a bunch of photos of our area on this podcast so that you can kind of get an idea that, well, if you want to go back into the woods, there's an entire path structure in there, marked and everything. And I think you can actually get maps for it uh, somewhere in our region. And then if it's a little muddy back there, then there's the uh, the road walk, which is a gorgeous walk as well. And the road walk uh, is, is so pastoral here. It's just you know, again, this is this is a very, very quiet part of the world. This is one of the reasons that Julie needs to fire the engines up a little bit every once in a while. She's a bit more of a cosmopolitan person than I am, and so she's enjoying her trip back to Toronto right now and really enjoyed our trip to Paris. So she needs a little of that energy. I could quite frankly do without it, but I, I will say that I, I love the trip to Paris and look forward to the next one. Um but it's, yeah, very pastoral, very quiet. The roads are very narrow. And I can tell you that it has happened several times now where I've left our place, gone down our little road, which I'll show you a photo of, and then taken a left and going all the way around on this road for a 70-minute walk and got back to the house 70 minutes later and had not been in contact with one person or one vehicle and certainly no bugs. So, how beautiful is that? Now that might be that might be a little remote for most people or some people. I I know a lot of people who just kind of like some noise, some white noise, anything. So, but for me, it's just the birds chirping, it's dead quiet, and it's very calm and relaxing and an awesome way to have a walk. Now, the uh the second walk, which is the one up in the pathways, a little more uh rigorous because it's hilly, it's rocky, um, and uh, you are right in the middle of nature when you're on this walk. This is the walk that we like to take people on when they come and visit, because it the halfway point is this beautiful chateau that overlooks the valley, and you get to the chateau, and first of all, you, you know, you, you, you see this gorgeous building. I, I, I really need to find out when this thing was built. Because it is old, it looks like it's in a little bit of 
need of, of repair, but they're also working on it. So I don't even know the status of it. I know it was for sale a while ago. And most of these chateaus are just such a bargain, but there's usually a lot of work involved, but they're massive. They have every kind of room in the world up there. And uh, I have seen the interior shots of this chateau and it's still in reasonably good shape, beautiful chateau. But from the outside and, uh, and, and as a nice halfway point, it's just gorgeous. I will share some photos uh, actually from this morning's walk because I decided oh, I better get up back up to the chateau. It's uh, nice and dry and uh, got some really nice photos and I will uh, tag them along on this chapter, which is chapter 21. And you'll be able to see what we see every morning when we go for our little 60, 70 minute walk. So the walk, the diet, I'm feeling great. Unfortunately, still alone. Okay, so uh, that sort of brings me. Now I got to do the French phrase of the day. This is going to be, this is going to be uh, interesting because I probably won't understand it as usual. But the, the, today's French phrase of the day uh, has something to do with uh, what I'm about to talk about, which is the list that Julie left me before she got on the airplane. And I'm tying it into what I'd just been talking about. So today's French phrase of the day, um, it, I think it can be actually said two different ways. I'll say it uh, the way that it, it sort of spells out compared to English. Une promenade dans le parc. I'm, I'm told, though, that you can also say it, which doesn't make sense to me, but then none of the sayings do here in France. Une promenade de santé. So, English Jeff, do you have any idea what that is? Uh, oh, I don't know. I think you said one. Yes, I did. I said one, but then you said a parade or... No. I said une promenade dans le parc. I don't know. Okay, thanks for your input. Uh, une promenade dans le parc. A walk in the park. A walk in the park. So the list that I was left dealt with it. And uh, that, now, une promenade de santé basically means a health walk. Well, that doesn't mean a walk in the park. I was trying to get one that had a little double entendre to it. But uh, there you go. Today's French phrase of the day. Obviously, Julie would have done it better. Une promenade dans le parc. Now, the list. Oh, boy. So, you know, sometimes, like, these lists, and guys, you know what I'm talking about. We've all had these lists, and she's gone for two weeks, and so things have to get looked after. But they have to get looked after according to the way she would do it. Well, as we know, fellas... That's just not going to happen. Even if we, you know, here's the funny thing. Even if we did this list, letter of the law, exactly the way it was written down, there'd be something wrong. It's just like, uh, okay, here's an example. It's just like loading up the dishwasher. There's no way in the world I could do that properly. I put the things in where I think they go and then she opens it up and starts moving things around like chess pieces. It's just, it's pointless. I don't even bother anymore. You know, because if you're going to, I'll just stack them in front. 
right? I'll just stack them on the shelf in front of the dishwasher if you're going to be moving them all around, right? Uh, am I wrong? What's the point? It's a waste of an effort. So it's just like that. So I'm going to go through this this list now, and uh, we'll see. You know, I'm. By the way, I'm I'm a week now. I'm a week on my own. So a lot of these things, or some of them, have been done. This is Julie's list for Jeff while she's in Toronto. Plants, water outdoor pots every day. Okay, well, I, you know, I can do that, and I like doing that, and. I like the work that Julie puts into the landscaping here, so I don't want anything to die on my watch. So that is not a problem. Fortunately, I had a few days of rain, didn't have to do it. Yeah, pots got filled all by themselves. That was kind of nice. That was uh, That's me making lemonade. Oh, good, it's raining. Uh, indoor plants once a week. That is a, that, I gotta say that's a tougher, that's a tougher bill to sell because you know, it's it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like making payments every quarter of the year. It's easier to forget, you know? And uh, so I did I did manage to uh, throw some, some water in a couple of the plants uh, a couple of days ago, but they, the one doesn't look good, I got to say. Just uh, truth be told, it doesn't. Uh... So I'm wondering if she forgot to do it before she left, and maybe I needed to do it before yesterday or the other day. Anyway, I think we can say goodbye to Fred the Orchid. It just, uh, or maybe it just misses Julie and that's that, you know. Maybe maybe it's one of those loyal plants. I will not accept water from you. Anyway, I don't think the orchid's doing well. I will water it again next week because you can also overwater orchids. But uh, let's move on. So, you know, one out of two, not bad. Deadhead the Roses. All right. Well, I have deadheaded a few roses, but we have, we have, I, I got to say 20, maybe 30 rose bushes here. It's, it takes forever to, to deadhead the roses. So I'll do it every once in a while when time allows. But as you can see, I'm busy with this, very busy with the podcast. Don't want to let you down. <laughs> Too late for that. Um, so I, I, I will deadhead the roses but not every day. That is just is not not happening. Spray the roses, okay? I sprayed the roses. Uh, supposed to spray the roses for these little aphids that get on. The roses are a real pain in the ass. I got to tell you, they're beautiful. But so I, I had to mix up a potion and a batch of something and spray it all over these. Took two days. There's, that's how many we have. My hands are a mess. So sprayed the roses. That's been done. Okay, not bad. Uh, dog, brush the dogs once a week with the Furminator. Okay. I did that today. I brushed them. I didn't do the, the kind of brushing job you would do, Julie, if you're listening. Obviously, when, when Julie brushes the dogs, you could make, you could make a full carpet out of what she yanks out of these dogs. I'm surprised there's any hair left. I got a little hair. They ran away and we're moving on. And clip Anna's nails. Um, still yet to be done. Not doing that yet. Haven't done it. Will do it. Since I'm the only one who does it anyway. Move the wood pile from the top of the property to the bottom of the property. That's a, that's a job for two people. We're just going to put that one off. Um, outdoor kitchen. We got this outdoor kitchen by the pool, which is really cool. But it had a horrible sink in it. 
Like it was this little wash basin and you're supposed to do all your dishes in there. It's about as useless as toilet paper at Johnny Depp's house. Anyway, so Julie wanted a new sink put in there. Uh, this is the one project, the main project that I have been working on for the course of, of the week. And uh, I've got the, uh, I bought the sink, bought the new faucet. It's a solid oak countertop. So I had to cut a new hole for it to put the sink in because it's one of those sinks that has the actual basin and then um, the attachment to the left where you put the dishes. Much better for a wooden countertop. So uh, I just finished the fourth co uh, coat of urethane on that today, as a matter of fact. So that's, that's it for the urethane. And I think I'm probably going to have to get some help uh, in here to install. I'm not a plumber, so I like woodworking. Plumbing, not for me. So I've got to get somebody in here to work on that, which I will. But uh, that project has been buttoned down. Build the, build the island? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, and build the bar. These are actually things on the list. Oh, sure, I've got another 10 minutes. I'll go build the bar. This is where there's just not a real sense of timing or reality. These are, these are projects that are going to take me into the winter, and I'm supposed to do the, the both of them in two weeks. That had to be a joke. <laughs> well, it is a joke because it's not happening. Uh, take the cardboard to the deshittery. Okay, that's for next week. Uh, vacuum the gym. Vacuum the gym. First of all, with what? Vacuum the gym. Second of all, where's the gym? <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to replace vacuum the gym with play the drums. Play the drums. I will do that. Do your French homework. Do your walking. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't add, don't forget to breathe. Jeez. Okay. I think we're we're done here. Oh wait, wait. There's one more, guys. Are you like this with? Are you got? Are you are you guys like this with lists? So you get a list, and then something that you do something that wasn't on the list. So you do it. In this case, wash Julie's car. You write it on the list just so you can scratch it off, right? Who's with me? So, all that is done. The walk is done. The weight training is going well. I hope Julie's travel plans back are a little bit uh, more fortuitous than they were going to Toronto. Next week's show. Let me tell you a little bit about next week's show. So, it's our uh, 32nd anniversary coming up in June. So, next week on the podcast, uh, we have something very special planned for you. We will reflect on what was an extremely eventful uh, wedding month, which was June 1990 in Montreal. It was my first experience with the very negative aspects of French Canada. See, it's funny. The, the, the people, just the regular citizens who live in Quebec are all wonderful. Nobody or very few of them are militant about the French language until you get into politics or, unfortunately, religion. Politicians and the clergy, or some of the clergy, and that's 
what happened to us. We will discuss that and what we did about it, and we're going to include a song that we recorded in 1990. It's all coming up on Chapter 22 of Jeff and Julie Move to France During a Global Pandemic. Au revoir.